troublesome times are here. Anybody hear about a mass shooting in Texas yesterday? 20 some odd people, I believe it was, at a mall in El Paso, Texas, gunned down indiscriminately, just going down Walmart, was it Walmart or something? Going down aisle to aisle, just killing people. And I went to the bed with that knowledge last night and got up this morning to find out in Ohio another mass killing nine people dead, 29 people dead in the last 24 hours or so. It's, it's a worrisome world that we live in today. <clears throat> but I want to just leave something with you this morning. I want to I want to share with you this morning worship in a worrisome world. I don't have an answer for what America's going to do or what our politicians who always think that they can solve stuff would do to fix the problems that we face. But this morning, I, I, I'm not really addressing the mass shootings that have taken place in the last 24 hours, nine hours apart, I think 29 people died. But I'm using that this morning as a metaphor for some of the things that are happening in our worlds. It's a worrisome world that we live in this morning. If you're not worried, you're not awake today. Amen? There, there is a sickness that grips our world today. As tragic as those shootings are, they're, they're not really the sickness. They're symptomatic of the sickness that grips America and our world this morning. If you want to track things like that, you'll find out there was 249 mass shootings this year before yesterday. By the time we woke up this morning, it's 251. Nobody can say, I'm safe. How many has ever been to the mall? How many has ever been to Walmart? Huh? Yet God calls on people to worship even in a worrisome world. If you think what we're doing here this morning is just entertainment, if you think what we're doing here this morning is just kind of a little escape for us, you don't really know what worship is today. I'm telling you that no matter what is going on around us, God is still God. He is still sitting high on a throne. He is still the supreme potentate. 
still the Almighty. And God calls us to worship Him, even especially in times like these. What we do here on Sunday morning is not just kind of the culmination of everything. Amen. This is something we ought to do all week long. He calls us to a lifestyle of worship. You can't be more holy on Sunday than you are on Saturday. Amen? We've all heard of folks who live like the devil all week and then try to live like an angel on Sunday morning. God's calling us to live our worship. Amen. God is worthy of our worship in times like these. Amen. I want to just share a scripture with you. Psalm 46. Grab your Bible and turn there real quick. You'll help me out the faster you can turn. Amen. The faster we can get going here this morning. Psalm chapter 46. This beautiful, beautiful chapter of encouragement. God is a refuge. He is our refuge and our strength. My brother was, Brother Ryan was teaching this morning. A couple of scriptures come to mind. One of them, Micah, he said, and talking about pastors in essence, he said, he shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord. Amen. In the strength of the Lord this morning, I, I, I want to put something out there this morning on the table for you. I believe I'll feed you. I, I, Zechariah 11 and 7 says, I took for myself two staffs. The one I called beauty and the other I called bonds. And I fed the flock. Beauty and bonds. Amen. This morning, amen. Lord's help, I want to just share a little bit of the beauty here today. Amen. Uh, and and, and I, I may not preach, you know, convicting stuff to you today. Amen. May do that tonight. We'll see how the Lord takes it, what direction He takes it. Amen. But we need both beauty and bonds. That's two staffs that will comfort you. Amen. And today I want to just share this with you. God is our refuge, verse 1 says, and strength. A very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Even though the earth be removed, and then the, though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling, there is a river whose stream shall make glad the city of God. The holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her just at the break of dawn. The nations raged. The kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice and the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord who has made desolations in the earth. He makes war seas 
to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariot in fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. God is our refuge and strength. Hallelujah. Now in this beautiful passage, there's three places where there's a word that's used. And sometimes we, we don't even read it when we're reading the passage. It's, it, it's an untranslated word. It's, it, it's just the Hebrew put there for us because we really don't know exactly what this word means. We pronounce it silah. But scholars debate the meaning of it and there are various interpretations but most believe that it is some kind of musical or what they call liturgical instructions. At this point in the Hebrew psalm or psalm book here there is this instruction Silah. Now some think it was a musical interlude. In other words at this point the singers would pause and the musicians would just kind of crescendo or rise in volume a little bit and musically echo what has been spoken by the singers. Reaffirm what has been just said. And so a pause where the music kind of reminds us that God is our refuge and our strength, our present help in time of trouble. And remind. And some say perhaps it's a liturgical or worship instruction that is calling on folks to bow themselves before the Lord. We just heard an awesome, magnificent description of our mighty God. And at this point, the songwriter says, it's time to just bow before the Lord. Maybe to lift up our hands, because we know how redemption draws out. Lift up our hands to look to the hills from which cometh our strength. Right? Just, just a moment here, a praise break, if you will. That's what you want. This is where you ought to do that. Perhaps is what that the word is telling us. Others suggest that it is a worshipful response, much like an amen. Everybody say amen. Amen. 
It's just kind of like an amen in the text. Where we're committing them to worshiping the God of our salvation. I feel like all three of those is applicable here. Don't you want to just worship God? Especially when you think about how that God is a refuge in times like these. Yes. Yes. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in time of trouble. Amen. Anybody here ever had to find a refuge? Anybody here ever had to run to that rock that is higher than I? He is a refuge and a strength. He's a strong tower that the righteous run therein and is saved. There have been a time or two I've had to run to that place of refuge. I am thankful that he is those things to me and sometimes I've just got to pause and say you know what? Amen. i got to bow right here. i got to just worship right here. i got to take Amen. a little time out for a praise break right here. Amen. i got to take, i just got to say Amen. Come on somebody. Amen. He's a present. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in time of trouble. Not just a help, but a present help in time of trouble. There are some folks that want to be a help, but they will be a help only from a distance. They're going to keep their distance and only do what they can do from that distance. But sometimes we just need somebody to sit down with us. Sometimes we just need somebody to hold our hand. Sometimes we just need somebody that can slip up beside us and put an arm around us. Amen. Somebody that will be a present help in time of trouble. There are times when ain't nothing you can say that's really going to help a whole lot. But if you just be there, it means the word to somebody. I'm thankful that he is a present help in our time of trouble. But then there are folks that are present, but they're not very much help. Kind of like Job's friends. Trying to figure out, show him where he had messed up. Instead of praying for him, they was taking jabs at him. They were present. They were there. I give them that. They didn't run away. They stayed put. But they weren't any help at all. I'm thankful that he is a present help in time of trouble. And then there are folks that are both helpful and present. But their help is conditional. Amen. I, I, I read it here where this God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is who that is this present help. The God of 
verse says, is our refuge. Now, if you know who Jacob is, you know Jacob could be a scoundrel. I'm about to close. Don't get worried. This is it. Jacob was always getting in a mess. Jacob could stir up more trouble by accident than a lot of folks could do on purpose. It was just in him. He was a conniver. He was a heel catcher. And there are plenty of things about Jacob that would make a lot of folks say, you made your bed, you lied. Anybody ever say anything like that about you? I just kind of write you off. Well, you're getting, you're just, I'm thankful that our present help in time of trouble, our God who is a refuge, is the God of Jacob. That is our refuge. Just a little reminder right there. You ought to put us a lot right there. Just give the Lord some praise. Aren't you glad that even when you was doing what you ought not to do, even when you wasn't, it wasn't what you ought to be. Even when you was trying to go the opposite direction, even when you was trying to do things in your own power and build your own kingdoms, that God was still a present help in your time of trouble. Amen. Jacob, you was running from the consequences of your own actions. And you laid your head on a hard pillow. That's a hard pillow to lay on when you're running from the consequences of your own actions. But God showed up when he laid his hand on that pillar. The God of Jacob is our refuge. And I feel like the Lord just wanted me to remind somebody here this morning. Amen. You may have been in trouble. You may be trouble. But the God of Jacob is our refuge today. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't care what kind of mess you got yourself into. I don't care what kind of trouble you're in. And I may be speaking to somebody who's watching us on the web this morning. But I want you to hear this this morning. The God of Jacob is our refuge. I don't care how far you've run. I don't care how much your problems and your, your own actions have distanced you from what you thought your world would be like and what you hoped you, you, you'd be living in right now and experiencing right now and enjoying right now. I don't care how far from that you may be this morning. It is the God of Jacob that is our Amen. refuge. And I believe there ought to be some Salah right here that from some folks because there ain't one of us here this morning that have been angels all of our lives. There ain't one of us here this morning that have lived a perfect life and Brother Ryan said it right. The pastor had neither. Amen. That's why the pastor feels like taking a little Salah right here. And saying, uh, I'm like that turtle sitting on the fence post. You see it sitting there. You know it didn't get there by itself. He's a present help Amen. in time of trouble. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. His arm is not short that it cannot save. He's got all power. But he's not out there in the galaxies somewhere spinning, twirling galaxies like pinwheels. Amen. 
He's right here present with us. Not just on Sunday morning when we're having a good time in the house of the Lord. Not just when things are going good in our lives. But we're, when, we're, when we're out somewhere in the wilderness, we didn't expect to be. We're on the run. We're, we're in trouble. We're in a struggle in our lives. We're facing something we didn't expect to encounter. We, we, didn't, we never dreamed we'd be where we're at right now. We expected to be living in the promised land. Here we are on the run and just trying to survive and just trying to make it another day. Just trying to live in hopes that somehow, someway, things will come together. But we serve a God who says that he'll work all things together for our good. I'm telling you, even if you're in a mess this morning, if you will turn to the God, not just of Abraham, not just of Isaac, not just to the friend of God, not just to that faithful one, Abraham. Not just to that redigger of wells, Isaac. But oh, he is the God of Jacob. Let's stand together this morning. The God of Jacob is our refuge. I want to affirm that. Yes. I, I want to. I, 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 I just want to. I'm driving down the road this week praying. I drive through Marmaduke and I'm in the spirit of prayer. Come on, man. I started binding spirits. I started, I'm driving down the road and I'm in tears running down my cheeks. I'm feeling the Holy Ghost and, and I'm taking authority over things. Amen. In the spiritual realm, in that community. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, man, I'm fixing to do the same thing when I get to rector. Amen. It, it was just, it was there. All, all that was happening. Everything. And the presence of God was just there in, in that, in that cab of my truck. Amen. I didn't have an organ. I didn't have a piano. I reached over on the dash note. 